Welcome to Revere Assets, Your Money, with Danny Stewart. You never know how far the stock is going to go down. Tim Razor. Danny knows I'm a geek for all of this stuff. And Don Vandenborg. Telling it like it is. If you're seeking the best stock knowledge this side of Wall Street, you've come to the right place. I'm sorry, did I steal your stuff? No, you didn't steal any thunder. Who's handling this segment? (laughs) For the next hour, Danny, Tim, and Don will be talking investing. Investing is 90% psychological, and I love that. Trades. The market will usually overshoot to the downside and to the upside. And dumpster fires. Because it doesn't matter what you think or what I think, and it matters even less what Danny thinks. And now, here's your hosts... Danny, Tim, and Don. Exactly. Yeah, you play it. Keep, keep it up. I get to talk over it. We're gonna get no one. No, nobody has a copyright on this. You don't think the Spice King is back? Danny Stewart back from picking the perfect peppers. Hey. It's spice rub season here at Revere Asset. That's right. Fade me down, Zach. Yes. All right. Oh, Danny, welcome back. It's spice rub season. God, we missed you. I know you did. So we took a bet in the office. So uh, we do the show last week, Stock Nerds and Marco. This is my favorite season, my favorite start of the season, favorite week to do the show. You like the turning leaves? I love the turning <laughs> it's the leaves. Best. So Danny, so Zach and I, Zach creates this. It's a, it's, it's, it's a Picasso. <laughs> it's it's, abstra- it's, it's abstract, a motif. It's, it's, it's beautiful. He creates Danny's face on. <laughs> on Indiana Jones's head. Yeah. And Is that what that was? And I said to Zach, the minute I saw it, I go, I got five bucks that he doesn't he goes, Who's that? <laughs> I thought I thought surely yeah. not. He'll recognize the glasses. And, like, and without fail. Yeah. At lunch, Zach and I are at lunch. At lunch we get the text. Who's that? Oh, so you actually took him to lunch. It happened. <laughs> it yeah. happened. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'll alert the media. I know. That's we went to lunch. out of my diary. Tell yeah, all we the went world. to lunch. It did happen. But it, the, I said without fail that he will say, who's that? And no kidding, like on cue, you texted, who's that? That doesn't anything like me. Oh, my gosh. That no. looks like Freddy Krueger. I've got to turn it my looks like Freddy Krueger. It, it, no. it, 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 it did look fedora. like Freddy Krueger. That's what I thought of when I first looked at it. <laughs> see? 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 Okay, that's funny. Yeah, all right. Let me get my let me get my marker energized. You thought that looked like Freddy Krueger? I, well, I just did uh, just now looking at it. But yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that's, I didn't see that. Well, though. you know, Freddy Krueger's face is kind of warped. And yeah, I and it's kind of got that angle. It, it is a fun. Yeah, it is a funny thing. I, I can kinda, see the eyebrows. The eyebrows are all you. Yeah. The 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 mouth is where you kind of lose it in the chin. Yeah. It's oh, just, right the, there. The, blend like the bottom is not of the awesome. nose down. It's the eyes are okay. Yeah. The yeah. The, this yeah, part the, is all Danny. Yeah. This is. Are you saying this part is too <laughs> handsome? That's what I, no. <laughs> the blend on that is a little much. I think is what I'm saying. One of I these days, one of these days, fashion. we ought to we ought to let Zach try to make a composite of all all of us. That's what yes, it should be, <laughs> right? So, listen, stock notes, market lovers, real quick. I've got a bunch of things I want to cover with you. Uh, I want to talk about Unity Software here with Hunter in two seconds. But, Daddy, Tim, it's Christmas 
music oh season. Oh my God! No, it's a little early. It's not, we're not Thanksgiving yet. I start, Happy Thanksgiving tomorrow, but yeah, but I started early. Can, I start, can we start, I start the day after Thanksgiving, Danny? I started in no, I started like November first. Like oh, like, Kim, please, you start in January. Yeah. You start the second week of January. He's going out and buying you know. big Christmas. So July listen, fan, Tim, yeah. I've got a list here. So I'm not going to do the whole list. I'm not going to. Okay. I'm not going to do more than. And a couple. we thank you. Well, I'm going to do two songs <laughs> okay. every week. Until Christmas, maybe New Year's. Depends. Two songs a week. Two songs a week. We're playing and, these on the show. For for an, I, I don't think there's any co- like. So here's the deal, stock nerds. The audio uh, only has no copyright infringement no. issues. Yeah. The YouTube audience does. So Zach's gonna fade me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or we're gonna talk yes. over it, and yes. then we're gonna give it a listen, like right at the beginning. Yeah. Danny, some of these are so awful, and when I say awful, so before the show two weeks ago, <laughs> they're awful. So we're playing. Them. Oh, <laughs> we're making this a weekly bit. <laughs> we're, we're gonna make their listeners suffer. No, because you wouldn't believe how awful. And okay. you wouldn't believe right. the lyrics. Now, the song I'm not going to play. This I, I've These already are clean enough to play, right? They are. Okay. Th- that's the thing. They're clean enough, but they're just awful. Okay. okay. Like some some of them are good. Okay. So, Danny, the song. Now, everybody knows that song. I'm not going to play it. Bing Crosby, David Bowie, Peace on Earth. Can it be like that? That rump up bum bum little drummer boy duet they did back in 1983, I believe. Right? David Bowie, Bing Crosby come together. It's a beautiful song. The song right before it that I'm not going to play is by a fellow named Tom Waits. Does anybody know Tom Waits? Yes. You do? Yeah. Okay. The piano has been drinking. Yeah. Okay. This, the song I'm not going to play is Christmas Card from a Hooker. And so, okay. and it's you awful. Should, right. That would not be good for the show. You no, shouldn't play that. It's no, not I, even. I it's, appreciate it's that. Not, <laughs> it's, the lyrics aren't even dirty. Okay. It's just awful. Right. Like, it sounds awful. He sounds awful the fact that they took studio time to record it is awful yeah but i've got i've got i've got some other ones here for you danny i'm gonna play one we did one i don't think so don spinal tap made a christmas song i love it i knew it i knew it i know (laughs) my audience up to 11 all right Crank it up. Yeah, I'll turn this on. Let, let me see if I can find it here. I just, <laughs> All right. Okay. Not to be outdone by Twisted Sister, we got Spinal Tap. For that, sure. Yeah. Yeah, hold on. I'm I, assuming I, they're heavy metal. Spinal Tap made a whole album? They yeah. made a whole album. They made a whole album. <laughs> so that so intro? So, so for, people, yeah, for, for people who don't know, Spinal Tap is a is a mock band, right? right. From Big the band. Rob Reiner film, hey, p- This p- is Spinal Tap. They're not actually a real... This is, this is Christmas with the Devil. This Christmas is, with the devil. This is the new Danny. Yes. This is the new Danny Spice King. Yeah. Like, like there's a Tiger King. Right. We got the Spice King. Yes. I, we can narrate over this. <laughs> I, I don't. YouTube, I don't get the tie-in, but but yeah. but whatever. can we do Danny as the Tiger King except the Spice King no, this week? Yeah. We gotta do something Thanksgiving. <laughs> give him right? a cornucopia. Pilgrim. Give him a, a give him a pilgrim hat. The Tiger oh, King. Okay. Character. No. We're talking the, about a the pilgrim hat. Spice King. So the thumbnail this week is the Spice King. On the Mayflower. No, no, no. Pilgrim hat. <laughs> holding, a, a pilgrim hat holding a pepper. Where am I going to get a picture of the Mayflower? A pilgrim uh, hat where holding a pepper. Where we get all our pictures from. Right. The internet. The internet. Yeah. Okay, so this is this is an awful song, right? Like, and, so, and so I've got... I've got a co- Van Danny. I'm, this list is 50 deep. Danny, I think Tim might be a little out of control. No, this is the best thing that ever <laughs> happened to me. Started. I discovered. 
I discovered this. He gets uh, giddy. He's oh. worse than the kids. He's worse than the kids taking oh, him to see Santa Claus. It is the season. Yeah. Hold All on. Right. Well, I, you got one more of these? I've got one more. I'm, one tr- more I'm trying okay. to find. Oh, we I, I'm not going to do Bob Dylan. Oh, okay. But I'm going to do Bob Seger and The Last Herd. All right. We're, we're definitely going to talk over this. Sock it to me, Santa. All right. Okay. Okay. Let's let's Bob Seger. Let's see who this is. Bob Seger. Okay. People who you thought would never make What's a Christmas that? album. No. Well, I wouldn't think that. Who was the one? Uh, D- Dylan. He's kind of got a scratchy voice. That's kind of hard to do that. But oh, we got to keep talking over yeah. it so nobody can understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awful. Here, just pump it up okay. right here. All right, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got to keep talking. Oh, we got to keep talking. Yeah, yeah, you can't let it. You can't let it just wait. Yeah. Oh, we can't just no, let it wait. No, no, they'll cut us off. Can, can that's I, why? Can I, that's why it's pointless to kind of. Can do I jump? Can I jump yeah, to yeah. the place where we can get ten seconds of unedited? You can't do ten. You can do four. Can I do that? That's, that's why the whole yeah. four seconds. Four yeah, seconds. but if you go over by one tenth of a second, they cut it. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you right here. Give me a second. All right, hold on. The lyrics are here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How about that? Here we go. Yeah, okay. All right, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. ready? Uh, when is Hold it? on. Where is it? There it is. All right, there we go. Yeah, all right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, bring it down. Uh-huh. Okay, so if you couldn't hear that at home, it's uh, turn it down now. So I say, come on, dancer. Come on, prancer. A brand new Santa's got to be the answer. Oh, come on, Comet. Come on, Cupid. Don't just stand there looking stupid. He's got a red cape and a white mustache. Sock it to me, Santa. Wow. Those, been, yeah. Somebody terrible. took the time to write this, Danny. I've got a whole season full of this. I wasn't. Stockner's and Mark. Thank God we only got another month and we're only think, doing two a week. I think the novelty of Christmas music is exciting from a marketing perspective, but imagine making something so bad it actually gets immortalized. And then every year people come around on how nobody's. I'm it is. the only person in the history of time to yeah. play that song. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's trying to make the next grandma got run over by a reindeer. Do you, I don't think I, I don't think it was a spoof. You don't you think that was intentional? I think Bob Seger like intent- an, you think that was a stab at good. If you heard Bob Dylan like I heard Bob Dylan last yeah. night, he tried. <laughs> he was trying. Well, but Bob I, Dylan trying still sounds bad. That right. voice. He was trying to bring Christmas joy. Yeah, and, I thought it was tongue in cheek. And, and whoever created the playlist on yeah. Amazon, it's a playlist on Amazon. Mm. Um, whoever created well, what's the, it called? Bad Christmas songs? No, it's called the uh, Classic Rock Christmas. Classic Rock. And I didn't make it. Like I didn't go searching for it. I'm like, oh, what's this Classic Rock Christmas? The first few songs are like uh, normal. Like you're like, oh, I know this one. Yeah, uh, the Eagles would be. Yeah, on yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Please right. come home for Christmas. Yes, yes, yes. yeah. Sure. Your friends and relations. Love yeah, it. yeah, yeah, great. yeah. Great tune. Then uh, you get into this. Uh, Little Elton John, and then then they hit you with like these weird ones, like Spinal Tap, and you're like, what? Who did this? Yeah. So, super interesting. So, Stockton's Market Lovers, look, we had a great show last week without you, Danny. Sans Danny, Sans the Spice King, who was off on the Santa. It was Maria. a tough time. Was it the Maria or the Pinto? The Pinto. <laughs> the Pinto. The Pinto. That's where. There's it a B, the Pinto B. Yes, yeah. uh, that you were off floating, looking for the perfect uh, pepper at peak, picking them at the ripe of pick, uh, freshness. Um, the peak Peter, of freshness. Peter Parker, Peter, Peter You're Parker. right. We have so this. This spice thing's really hyped. People are excited about. Well, this we spice got room. emails. I know. We we legit. <laughs> I want to thank you, Tim. No. No, if you I had want to go to the post office multiple times last week. If you well, want good. some People, more spice rub, Stockner's Market was with your client, with your friend, whether your first time listening. No joke. Danny sends out every holiday season his uh, custom blended spice rub that he makes with his wife AK and people love it like they legitimately love it. We joke about it but it's a passion of Danny's like it's it, it he how do you get the peppers? I'm not now I'm not joking. Like are you 
Do you grind? I'm actually asking. Well, actually, actually, the reason it's a lot easier now. So uh, when I used to first do it, yeah. I'd go down to the Mexican market downtown uh-huh. in San Antonio. And then when I moved up here in 2008, downtown, everybody has a market, a big market. There's right. a section uh, where you go to the Hispanic section, and they'll have a big bag. Of, and I'll go over there, and I'll say, I need lots of these pasilla chilies. Okay. And he go, oh. well, and this is all he has. He said, well, how much do you need? I said, two garbage bags full. <laughs> and he looks at me and goes... <laughs> Come back tomorrow. <laughs> so, so, so I come back tomorrow and I buy right. all of them. He's got but, them the, yeah. but the problem is I would have to devein them. I mean, they're already dried, but I'd have to devein them. And if they weren't dried enough, I'd have to, you, you know. Take the seeds it, out too? It, seeds out. My hands were orange. It would take me a week. Ooh, and yeah. my hands would be orange for a week and I couldn't rub my eyes. And, and so, but finally I found this place that, it, it, that, that actually you can get any kind. You can get Madagascar vin, vanilla beans. You can get, oh. Oh, you know, right. like whole smoked Serranos. Smoke, yeah, yeah, yeah. it can be whole or ground. I'm sorry, let me, let me help you out. Serranos. Go ahead. Serranos. <laughs> oh, there you go. Hey. Smack. Dunked. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, and you can literally order. So I can now order, you know, five pounds of pasilla, ground pasilla chilies. Right. And the quality control is awesome. Before... It hit or miss? Hit, yeah, sure. it was, you know. So listen, if you want, um, you know what, let me pull this up right quick here, uh, which I failed to do uh, before we jump to the show here starting. Uh, which tab is it? Oh, there it is, the Ruger Asset tab. If you want uh, Danny's uh, Spice Room, Daniel sent it to you. Uh, we love interacting with Stockner's Market Lovers. Look, our show grows. Uh, it's growing on YouTube. It's growing. Uh, the audio channel is growing much, much quicker than the um, video channel. Which Thanks for always, sharing. Which yeah. surprised me. Yeah, like, and so... The fact that you guys listen every week uh, is something that we're incredibly thankful for. Uh, it's why I end the show every week with we love you, because we do. Like, without you listening on the other end of this microphone, there is no us. And so thank you for that. If you want it, uh, Danny Spice Rubs. Uh, right here is the address. You can you can email him, uh, Dan com. You can call. Uh, you know what? Email him. He'll send it to you. Uh, it comes in a, a little, little plastic pouch, and uh, most people love it. And so... You know, it's funny is I got like four, we have new clients that yep. hadn't been here for a whole year. New clients, they emailed me and said, hey, I'd like some of that rub. And I said, you're going to get some of it about, it, about, yep. it, about a week anyway. Yep. <laughs> all, all clients get it automatically. Yeah. Well, so. Of so it's yeah. a, it's a holiday tradition. It's like Jim Nance, a, a tradition like none other. It's nice. And so, <laughs> it's a little something. Yeah, hey. And so, uh, yeah, but it's uniquely us. And that's, that's the whole thing. Like no one, I don't know anyone who sends out the, a Christmas spice rub. Yeah. Right? Like some people can send out a Christmas card. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. <laughs> or a fruitcake or a candle. Yeah. That's right. Yes. No, no. We we do a Christmas spice rub here, a uniquely Texan. Yeah. Okay, so Hunter. By the way, speaking of uniquely Texan, yes, sir. I do like the colors you're wearing, Tim. Those are nice. Well, these are just uh, maroon five in it. Maroon, Aggie maroon. Oh, is that what this yes, is? Almost, almost Aggie maroon, maroon, baby. Maroon, little yeah. Jimbo Fisher coaching. Little watch. Jimbo Fisher. Um, hey, Hunter. Uh, can you bring up the quarterly uh, margins for uh, Unity Software while I talk here for a second, please? So uh, I last yes. week, Danny, we legitimately had a great show. I felt like it was one of the best shows I've done. And it I'm was not surprisingly fun. Yeah, really good. And uh, su- surprisingly. Thank you, Zach. Well, okay, no, 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 because we started because we started the show. <laughs> I just got that surprisingly. Like Hold on. the producer, nobody more shocked than me. But you guys actually had a decent show. Wait a second. I, I was mildly interested. Wait a minute. I did not off. Normally, I'm just over here surfing the web, but you said a couple things that made me go, 
How? Oh, all right, all right, look. You, you opened the show, and you said today's show is going to be about margins, and I thought, oh, no, a snooze fest, right? Wow. It worked, though. It was great, right? Am I am I wrong? Everybody had I a good can make time. margins fun. We got emails about yeah. it. We had a fun thumbnail. Like, that could be, that could be a new segment. Yeah. Make margins fun. <laughs> yeah. So because true. Because the screening process to get to these stocks and eliminate FOMO. Anyway, it was a really good show if you wanted. Uh, how about fun with leverage? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> we should do that. Fun with leverage. Start out with UVXY. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Fun with leverage. Okay. Um, so this is the uh, podcast right here. You can find it in the daily. Uh, you can find the video in the daily uh, market insight. But right here is the audio version. Uh, one data point that could lead to huge stock market gains. And so I was using uh, a pre-tax annualized margin number. I wanted I, that's the number I've used for years uh, in in my screening process. And so. Uh, one of the fellas, and it might have been, I don't know if it was, it, one of the fellas during the show, I think it was Don, was, we were talking about quarterly earnings or what do we do? Like, do you advocate for annual, just an annual report? And uh, I, I advocated for just an annual report so you're not just trying to skew the numbers quarterly. Don wants them every other day. And a mild exaggeration. But just uh, once a week. Once a week. Other. Yeah, once a week. And so, um, and I couldn't find on the air. Like, I, I, I was going through my mind, like, why would I want a quarterly uh, number? And then the moment the show ends, Hunter brings up the best point. So, Hunter, what is Unity software? And let me bring up this chart of old uh, Unity. Uh, what is Unity software's annual number? I believe it's like minus seven. It's like it minus, seven. minus 17 when yeah. we looked at it last okay. week. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> let me write that down for you. So it's uh, minus uh, 17% margin annualized. And you can see, this is a great looking chart right here. 76 hits 210, now it's back at the mean. If you're, um, if you're a risk on type person, this to me is your lowest risk. This is not advice, by the way. Nothing we do here is advice. If you want, want advice, any advice, take advice. All you have to do is give us a call, 855-REAL-WEALTH. Okay, so at the 21 is, I believe, your lowest risk entry in stocks. It's also the previous is. highs, oh. uh, Tim, the 21 is. Okay. Right at like 174 uh, yeah. on the left side of the chart. That was the initial highs back at the beginning slash beginning of this year or slash end of last uh, year. There you go. So you got a little bit of a, a, a dual area of support you would like to see. Beautiful. Anyway. So then uh, I said minus 17 percent. That's kind of interesting because we were doing we, we went through a, uh, a litany of stocks. We started with like some some down some industrial type names we started with stocks that might go private because casper mattress went private and then we rolled to uh the granddaddy of them all tech stocks and then hunter after the show says the quarterly numbers for unity's margins and would you read them off hunter please yeah so the most recent quarter in that we have uh here in market smith is minus four percent the quarter prior to that is essentially minus one percent the quarter prior to that, minus 9.4. And the, the um, final quarter that we have on here, the trailing four, uh, is minus 38.1. So that minus 38.1 was obviously skewing uh, the more recent data by a pretty good bit. There you go. And so this is what we would call uh, improvement, right? Minus Rate of change, right. ROC, that's yeah. the most important. So, so this is a great case for using quarterly margin. Can you identify what Danny just said, the rate of change? Can you identify an improving situation? And, and I want to clarify real quick for people who just tuned in. You're talking about profit margin, 
not margins like investing in margin and stuff. No, no. I know, but yeah. people that just tune in, they may not. Oh, right. Well, go back and, hey, you can't miss a week. Can't sleep. <laughs> can't, can't, right. You've got, you can't go on vacation. you got to listen. Can't sleep on the show. Hey, you go on vacation. You know what? You know what? You, you may you, miss the next you, uh, uh, Steve Jobs, support stop. Steve Jobs invented the iPhone to, so you could listen to us on the go. That's why. And so, <laughs> yes, that's that. exactly that's why. That's exactly why. Yeah. And so um, this is a great case for using the quarterly number. So you can spot that. And so uh, I, think, I think bringing that forward to stock nerds and market lovers is a great, great addition to it. Now, what do, I, what do I prefer? I don't know if I have a preference. Like spotting the turn in something is pretty exciting. Like I, I've always used an annualized number. It's just easier. Uh, and I don't, I don't think it's hindered me too much. But like Unity Software is clearly an improving situation. And a stock that just recently hit highs and now is at the mean. That, you want to you wanna identify those. It, there's other impetus. Impetai. Impetai, Don? Don, Impetai. Ruling Don? I don't think it's a word. No. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Tim, Tim, how would you, Tim Sniglet, how would you spell that? Impetai? Impetai. Well, spell impotent and then add a tie to the end of it. I thought that was tie. like the plural of impetus. I think it's I-M-P-U-T-I, impetai. Impetai. Yeah, like there's impetus. Like the, uh, there, yeah. there's I, I know what you were, where yeah. you were going. I, well, unfortunately, I can understand you, <laughs> which is really scary. The Latin root. I mean, that's the scariest Everybody. thing. Is, he makes perfect sense to me. I've been, I've been working here too long. Dan, Dan, Danny, Dan, Dan, Danny, Danny was this uh, Nobel scholar, and, and now he just rules. <laughs> and Tim dragged me down in the yeah, mud. Fall for because everybody knows the Latin root of criteria is criterium, and yeah. everyone else also in the same vein Stimuli, knows, stimulus, stimuli. Right, knows that uh, impetus, impeti. Which also, by the way, the reason why it's so hard to learn English is because if you have multiple intimate, impotent people mm. in, 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 in a room. Impotent, speak for yourself. Well, no, <laughs> then you have an impotent room. And so everybody, <laughs> yeah, everybody knows that. Right. And actually, actually, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to defer to Don, the English master. I think it's impetus and impetus, both singular and plural. Like deer? De- depend, yes, depending deer. on okay. the use. Yeah. Depending well, on yeah. the, Don, is that right? That's <laughs> weird. I will say this. The noun impetus generally does not have plural form. It refers to an abstract concept. And as is the case for mo- no, no, most nouns with this semantics in most other languages, abstract nouns like impetus are not countable. Wow. English is hard to learn. But, it almost gave Tim confusing. a little bit of a hall pass because there's no singu- uh, plural. Right. So like when people say plural form all, the, impetus, all the various impetus... That Helped said, us make our decision. Yes. There we go. Use it a sentence, Dan. Here we go. <laughs> so, uh, Floral the, form of yeah. impetus is impetuses. Impetuses. Really? That, now that, see, that, that sounds dirty. That doesn't that sound that dirty. Yeah, yeah, we can't. Yeah. Can so, um, so there's other impetus that make a stock go higher. And you want to be able to identify those. And, and the reason why like we're fans of uh, William J. O'Neill and Investors Business Daily is because Bill identified those seven common criteria that help us, not help a stock. They, they are the foundation of why stocks go higher. Other than the variables that drive yeah, the market like, price. And it's not about like, well, what about Reddit? What about short squeezes? No, no. It's about consistency. Like you can, anyone can be a one hit wonder and, and you can make a ton of money. And look, I'm not begrudging anybody who makes money. How you know as long as it's legal, but I'm not. I don't begrudge anybody. Whatever your system is, whatever your strategy is, but these seven common traits are are 
they just show up every time. And, and you're trying, as, as, as a trader or an investor, you're trying to limit your choices. You only want to buy the best because you're not forced to buy equities. You only want to buy the best. And so the best aren't, the, the, the best go up in price and they're predictable by pattern. And so um, there's things that you can help, help yourself identify. And margin for me is one of them. Um, and it, but there's sales and institutional support, a whole bunch of other things. If you ever want uh, help with that, uh, you can call any one of us or email any one of us. But look, Unity is a really great case. There's a plethora of others uh, that we could bring out here. But right after the show, we were just talking. and Give them the ticker on that. It's Unity. It's letter U. Letter U uh, for Unity. But look, I had a that, – that's where I wanted to start the show. But I wanted to talk about um, – um, really, I don't have it. The segment I really wanted to do to start the show, but it felt like a downer, and I don't like to do that because look, we're we're. Upbeat place. I, I yeah. I I you don't come here to get Alex Jones. Like you don't come here to you don't we're we're, we're not we're not doom and gloom. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Like that's the, like I'm the antithesis of that. Yeah. And so like I, I think I know life's hard. Like, I, I, I don't need to talk about how difficult it is every day for you. I think people do come to our show for a little bit of escapism. Yeah. Like, well, and, be, and to improve their, and, and, and their I, lot in yeah, life. Yeah, 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 but I make fun of the Cathedral of Finance because, you know, you got to show up in a shirt and tie. and you, Like, it, it's so mundane. Like, it's so awful. Like, the, we cannot joke in the Cathedral of Finance. We cannot have fun in the Cathedral of Finance. We have to be always serious giving red meat. And I always think those are the people that get coal in their stockings because they're, they're just keep, they just keep buying UVXY. And so, <laughs> listen, if I cannot stress this enough, UVXY is the devil. Like, if you had um, the, the angel and the devil on your shoulders... Mm-hmm. Right, the devil would be UVXY. Like UVXY is the temptress, like, hey, don't eat the fruit, but there's volatility. Don't eat the fruit, but there's volatility. <laughs> you, you know, like you wanna, you wanna stay, I, I can't. It, my gift to you this holiday season is no matter what, stay away from UVXY. It doesn't work the way you think it does. And so, um, and, and there's a public service announcement for UVXY. Now, um, Lowering of expectations. Look, I saw this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to in, in, infuse this with a little humor. You ready, Daniel? Um, Look at your screen. Nervously ready. Yes. Yeah, oh, there she is. So Janet Yellen announces <laughs> Americas can use promo code Thanks for 10% off for all U.S. goods and services. <laughs> Clearly, you, now you're going to read it. Okay. I'm read it, yeah. <laughs> now he's oh, going. Now I, he's going. I see. What it's the onion, of course. Yeah, right. Yes, it's the right. Onion. Yeah. And so, but that feeds into. So that's a fake story. Mm-hmm. What I'm about to show you is real. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the intro to like uh, what we're about to show you is real. The names right. of Rod changed. Sterling. Is that is that, yeah. is that yeah. Twilight Zone? Yeah. Twilight Zone. Yeah. And so, look, what I'm about to show you is real, and this is a problem. It's going to be funny at first. But then I'm going to get a little bit serious. I'm going to explain to you what the problem is with this. Things okay? can be funny and scary at the same time, right? Oh, uh, you know what? That's, that's, a, that's great, a reasonable that, way to feel. That is a great way. To, that's a great <laughs> I mean, way. I laughed can through be, all, all yeah. through the first uh, Halloween. That's right. Things can be funny. <laughs> things can be funny and scary. Can be so, funny and sad. so we'll, we'll scroll through Danny, and then we'll come to. I saw that's this. Not on, me. No, I know. <laughs> I saw this on Facebook, and I want to read this to you. If you're listening, if you're listening, I want to so read disgusting. what. 
They oh. see, I knew this would get Don's ire. I didn't do this for Don. I didn't do this to get Don's ire. That's not. I want to talk to you about this because there's. Well, a big... you did. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have your chance. I swear. I set people up with. I. I. My. As. As a. As a point guard on the show, which is if uh, I, you. I, I try to dish the ball. I try oh, to. Oh, I, oh. I try as the person like here. Danny doesn't understand basketball. As the person I'm pitching sorry. batting practice, I try to not throw balls that that miss. I want him in the strike zone. Trying to feed. You're trying to give yeah. a good feed. And let him get a layup. I got it. I got it. God almighty. Every once in a while, I get a three pointer from Hunter. Uh, that's basketball again. Yeah, there you go. Okay. And well, so, to put it in terms, Danny would understand. Are you the rodeo clown? <laughs> wow. I'm trying to get now. That's what we need to do on one of our things, Tim, rodeo as the clown. rodeo clown. That's not bad. The, the, little, the little, the little teeny cowboy hat, the no red nose. The, Thumb, oh yeah, a lot of, so lot, of lot of practice with that. And and and, and, and <laughs> so I, I saw this something, and then ducks in the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this and I thought this is awful. Like someone, this is someone's Facebook post. This isn't me. So someone had the news becoming more useless, and then uh, they typed out NBC's tips for dealing with inflation. If you don't get uh, a turkey, fewer people might come, and that would also save you money. Also, and and I don't know who this person is on you the got screen. A, a screenshot from like Good Morning America yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. I think it's um, consider not. I think it's the a Today Show. Okay. And so Thanksgiving cost. So everyone knows that inflation is here. Like it when when they're talking about it on the morning shows. Uh, the morning news programs. If you're not in America, the morning news programs are news light. Like they're not, <laughs> they're not news heavy, and so like they're not, they're not giving you hard hitting stuff. Let's just, they're editorials, man. Yeah. It's all opinion. Well, let's just get that. Advertorials. <laughs> you're right. Sure. They're yeah, yeah. They really are advertorials. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And they're the biggest money. They're the the morning shows for the big three networks in America are the biggest profit centers. For those stations, mm. that's God, why I'm surprised people want. That's this. why they run it. It's the fewer and fewer are, but it's still. That's why, seriously, Good Morning America has a noon hour now. Like they they take a break, they they do a nine to ten hour, take a break, and they come back at noon. Really, it's like the, it's like the B shift. Who's working? Al Roker's not on the noon hour, right? Like no, he's, no, he's he, A string, right? He's in the morning. No, they'll he's do, out of there Like by they 11. had this whole thing. It's the Today Show pioneered it with ha Kathy and Hoda. Oh yeah, Kathy, yeah. And so they just keep. They'll keep it going. Heck, Danny, the Today Show has a serious channel where they just replay this darn thing. That's how much money these shows make. They just need that content rolling because <laughs> it's 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 all it's an advertorial, and yeah. the more the more quote-unquote ears and eyes that see it, the more they can charge rates. Sure. And so they just need it out there. I'm sure anyway. They, yeah. All right. well, I'm sure they have a podcast. But this ties into investing. This doesn't tie in. It, it, it might get your ire up. But this is, um, there, there's a couple funny things. So let me do the funny first, okay? Um, people do this for Thanksgiving, right, to control cost. Anyway, potluck and side dishes. People bring their own dishes all the time. You can't see it because somebody circled over it. <laughs> But it, it, it legitimately says, ask to split the cost. Pause. Wow. Imagine you, you got your aunt and uncle coming over for Thanksgiving dinner, and you charge them a cover at the door. <laughs> that's what this is asking for. <laughs> yeah. That's 10 bucks, 10 bucks. Oh, hey, did you bring Bad the, Uncle Charlie, you're 20. Did you bring the kids? <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's one slice of pie, people. Right. <laughs> that, that's what we're talking about here. And that's look, right. before someone gives me... Um, uh, Tim, you don't get it. it you, not everyone has the means. Look, if there, I don't, I am very aware and empathetic, okay, to to what's going on here. But there is a bigger problem with this simple, simple screenshot. And then, oh, by the way, um, consider the the quickest way to not uh, waste money on a turkey, which cost, like the whole meal, cost extraordinarily more this year than it did last mm -hmm. year. Just don't buy one. 
Hey, you know, Danny, now, case in point, do you know how to save the most money on a car? Don't buy one. Yeah, if you want to save money on a car, don't buy one. Now, what this slide is doing here, what this, what this screenshot is really doing, and what we do not do in America, or we shouldn't be doing, is lowering expectations. See, this is the exactly problem. Right. This is the problem right now, stock nerds and market lovers, and I'm going, to, I'm going to get this to your investing world in a minute. There is no way in God's green earth we have the stock market we have. We have the capitalistic system, whether it's perfect or not, that we have in America. There is, I mean, Unity Software, Tesla, Google, Amazon, Facebook, any company, name it, had the ability to start here in America because they had high expectations. They had the ability to think bigger. Do, can you imagine if, uh, with a grotesque example, if in World War II we said, because, it, because fighting for your freedom and fighting for other people's freedom is hard, and it, and it cost dearly in terms of people. Could you imagine if we just lowered our expectations and said, well, Hitler only went to surrounding countries. He didn't go here. We, as a nation, cannot lower our expectations. You might not think uh, that this is a big deal, but this is conditioning. Oh, absolutely. When we become conditioned to accept less we do not achieve and i want now i want you to spend this to your personal life stock nerds when you accept less out of yourself less than your best effort less than what you want to do if what if what if your dream was uh to become um i don't know whatever it is that you wanted to become uh maybe a football player in college maybe you just wanted to go to college Maybe uh, you wanted to be the best at your job, the best in your field, whatever it was. But it took a little work. And you're like, well, you know what? The people around me aren't the best at their thing. I'm just going to, you know what? The easiest thing to do here is not do it. That's what lowering expectations is, Daniel. It's just saying to yourself, it's making an excuse. Lowering your expectations is making an excuse. It's not figuring this out. And I want you to think about this. Now, a lot of things cost more. And I believe that we, Zach and I had a really great conversation at lunch last week. Yeah. And he's like, this inflation thing, let's talk about it. I believe now you can talk about supply chain. I'm going to zero in on energy. Energy costs extraordinarily more. And it's a tax on all people of all income levels. And it's a regressive tax. It's regret, yes. <clears throat> and so... Meaning it hits the lower right. middle class more. We figured this out. We didn't lower our expectations when, when a cartel of countries had us by the knees. We didn't, we didn't regress and say, oh my gosh, can we? I'll tell you what, every day, let's just pray that those countries that don't care for us in a foreign land keep pumping oil so we have some. No, we sent America's best and brightest to schools. And you know what they did? They figured out that we are energy independent here in America. They figured out fracking. 
do you know what a miracle fracking is? Like we've got rocks and somebody looked at rocks. Like I got shale back in Pennsylvania, right? A lot of shale in Pennsylvania. And someone looked at that shale and goes, I bet you there's oil in there. How do we do that? And they didn't just settle. When you lower your expectations, you're settling. And whether it's in your professional life or your personal life, and let me hit you at home. Like if you're like, Tim, shut up and tell me the stocks that are going up on Monday. Great. <laughs> That's what Hunter's going to do. Alex does the stocks that go down, Hunter does up, and then Don comes in and sweeps, the, sweeps it all up and puts it in a, t- uh, a great package. We're getting there. But how many of you are disappointed in your personal relationships right now? And you settled. And you're not happy with your life. Now that hits home. Because the, uh, the, the best way to say it is, as a, uh, as a divorced person, me personally, and I'm not currently divorced. Thank God somebody took me in. Her name's Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> She's, uh, I'm sorry. For, I got to send her a Christmas card. For, my, for, my, <laughs> for our Spanish-speaking yeah, yeah, yeah. audience, Tanito. Um, thank God. What was she thinking? Oh. Uh, we're still, jury's still out on There this. was a language barrier. <laughs> There's a language barrier. <laughs> Look, I'm so glad that I didn't give up on love. I am so grateful. And Danny knows how difficult my life was. Danny knows extremely well how hard it was. But thank God I didn't settle. Thank God I didn't lower my expectations and just say, well, this is the way it is. No. You get knocked down, you pick yourself back up, and then you figure the way out. There is, stock nerds and market lovers, there is a way out of this pressure you're feeling, this inflation. And it's, but the way out is not by settling. The way out is not saying we just won't do this. The way out is forcing change here. The way out is demanding more access to your freedoms like and what we need to do the right thing to do yeah and so and look if you if you like well tim you brought up fracking and fracking sturdy look we have agencies that that are that are designed to protect us if they're not doing their become cleaner and cleaner every year that's that's but but think about it like we're going to like and i i like what you know right now um a lot of people don't want to say this but a a lot of a lot of electricity is generated by coal most of it, yeah. But do you realize that within like a short 10 to 15 years, because of the, because people, doesn't, it's not even, it's not limited to America, because people aren't going to settle. They're going to not, not consider buying the turkey. They're going to, they're going to find a new way of producing electricity that we don't even know about yet. And it's going to be revolutionary. And it's going to be like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And it's going to be the next leap forward. It's going to be akin from going to the horse, to the gas, to the combustion engine. And that combustion engine, then it's going to be the light wave from the combustion engine to the jet engine. We haven't done it yet. But what if, what if the collective, what if the brightest minds in the world just said, nah, it's too hard. We're going to, we're going to settle. And I'm telling you, this right here is a dangerous precedent. And I'm going to go out on a limb and tell you that if people around you have this mentality, they're why you're not getting ahead. Just don't surround yourself with people who settle. Well, we, we got to find out the solutions. But it, when you're talking about messaging, right, <clears throat> the new message out is, is that <clears throat> – 
Well, you know, the good news is we're moving away from oil and right. dependence on the Middle East. I read this yesterday. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to be right now. We're begging them to lower the price, right. but we're not. And by the way, we were energy independent a year ago. We were the largest oil and gas producer in the world. Right. And not having to bring any in. Now we're dependent on those countries again I don't, for whatever reason. But here's the thing. Now they're saying because we're going to go all electric with this new right. huge bill, we're not going to be dependent on them anymore. However, we're just switching. We're just changing chairs. Instead of being dependent on Saudi Arabia and the Middle East for OPEC, we're going to be dependent on China because they control most of the world's lithium reserves, both in Africa right. and in certain areas. And, yeah. and the electric battery is dependent on lithium. So it's, it's it, like you said, it's in the messaging. Pay, hang on. Uh, pay, pay, I, I want to get off of energy. This isn't no, I'm energy. moving on. I'm moving on. I'm moving oh, on here. You are. I am. So pay, payrolls came out, like you said, the messaging, right. payrolls came out pretty high, and they talked also about the increase in wages went up 0.4% right. this month. And year over year, they're up 4.9%. Problem is, inflation went up almost 1% this last month, and it's up 62 You're now getting a pay cut every month. Right. But people know that. And so here's the, here's the thought, too. I, this isn't political. It might sound right, political. Right, it's not meant right, to be political. Right. And, and, and energy is just one example. Right. But we have a really big issue here. By the way, the point's going to be here. Markets are within a whisper of all-time highs. Sure. Okay? So you need to be able to separate a few things here uh, mentally. And it's kind of one of the reasons why we're talking about it. But you should be concerned, not just for this inflation. The GDP went down. The, the, right. Another revised estimate. Right. And we talked about this, the first estimate that came out for GDP. We have pumped trillions of dollars into the markets since March of 2020, April of 2020, only to get a 2.1 GDP. I don't know if I have that number. I might, I might have just written that, the number down wrong. Someone can back me up on it. The GDP should be astronomical. It should be six or seven. And remember, some of the inflation is built into that GDP, so it's, 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 it's inflated by inflation. And we've got strong spending uh, here in this country. We're a nation of 70% of our uh, spend in this country is all uh, service-based, consumer-based. And uh, spending strong. Well, Tim, that's because people aren't working. We can't, we can't meet our GDP if people don't work. Things are tied up in the ports. There are policies and people who settle. And, and one of those needs to change. And so maybe both. And so the, the GDP is a struggle. Like the GDP is, that struggle is real. Mm-hmm. And if you put more money into the system, like if you, like, which is about to happen, you're, you're, it's going to make this problem worse. It's going to exacerbate the issue. More money right here is not the answer. The, you think things are inflationary now. Have them have them go to what 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 would it be if they injected more money into this? Like what number, you know, uh, what the, you know, stimulus, mm-hmm. stimulus to 10.0. Mm-hmm. It's going to make it worse. It's not going to make it better. And the things that people need to drive the GDP up, lower energy to get to work. Low, lower low, used car prices are still at all time highs. Eventually, the money you saved by not spending so much at home, savings are up, the money will, will be depleted. Well, Tim, well, then we'll just go back to work. Well, what if, what if, what if, what if you mistimed that? See, the, what, what brings inflation down, Danny? 
good policy, right? A recession. Or a recession. <laughs> that, that's, yeah. that's exactly it. Kill uh, the economy. I'll kill inflation. Yeah, a, a recession. Well, look, look, back in the late 70s, back in the 70s, right. in the mid 70s, when Carter came in, they talked about being kind of uh, bearish and started, the Fed started talking about raising interest rates, but they only raised them like an eighth of a point, an eighth of a, and guess what? Right. Or a quarter point. But they were throwing money out of airplanes. They were printing money like the cat. So nobody trusted that they would sig- raise rates high enough to kill inflation right. until Volcker came in. Okay. So, so point is, right now, the Fed is kind of talking like a parent, like they're saying, well, we're going to start tapering, we're going to start. But now you got all the spending again. It's, and, it's, and, and nobody and thinks and they if have you control. Don't, you know, like Tim, well, uh, and maybe you don't, you don't know. And I'm, I'm, not Money being, supply, I'm yeah. not being facetious when I say this. Um, so oil came down on the threat. Here's a chart of oil. Oil came down on the, this is crude futures. Uh, the announcement. O- on the threat, no, on the threat of, uh, we're going to release some strategic reserve, right? Mm-hmm. And look, there's a number of ways you can look at this, like oil, Which you know. Which is three days worth. <laughs> uh, had a reversion to the mean. You know, it got close. There's that third ATR. Really couldn't get back up there. Reverts uh, down uh, to minus, minus two ATR. But on the announcement that they're going to, right, buy the, buy the rumor, sell the news, mm-hmm. uh, or sell the news. It went up. Yeah, yeah, it went up. It, it's gone up. It's going, it's going right back to the mean. Now, I don't know if that's a shorting point for folks or not, um, but they announced we're going to release it, and, and that's the thing. They're, they're, there's, these are just Band-Aids, and it, settling. And soon you're going to hear, this winter, when it's a cold winter, you're going to hear, well, just turn the heat down a little bit. Don't, you, don't, you don't need to be warm. <laughs> and, and, and people are going to be make, making choices, and, and, and it's, that's not overdramatic. That's that. Well, one state that's having a major, going to have a major problem because of the uh, energy cost. One of the yeah. energy companies announced that it was going to go up, raise prices by twenty percent or something. Yeah. One of their recommendations was that you put your heat down to sixty-two rather than sixty-eight or seventy. Yeah. Just we are not now. Every other nation can speak for themselves, but we are not. We were settled by settlers, but we are not a nation that settles. And and we should not tolerate this. This attitude of do without. This isn't this isn't like you're going to do without a Maserati. But the basics of heat, food. Didn't Hoover run on a chicken in every pot? What president ran a chicken in every pot? I think that was the guy before. That's prosperity, by the way. Whoever, uh, whoever, Harding, whoever. Now I'm just throwing out names that could pop in my head. That's close. You're yeah. in the right. Google that. Yeah. Right. Like, like a chicken in every pot is is prosperity. Telling you not to go buy a turkey because they cost too much is the antithesis of prosperity. Mm-hmm. Make it out of hot dogs. Do you realize that the entire, like 99% of the retirement system in America is based on prosperity? 401ks, IRAs, they're based on the stock market of capitalism working so people go buy goods and services, not settling. Wasn't there a president that had a uh, a plan to not, or it was like no drive Sunday? What president was that? I don't know who was said there, no drive. I think it was during the oil crisis back in the 70s. Was that Carter that did that? He did a lot of things. But we should – look, I don't want to make it political. That goes um, to your point. Yeah, no, it, it is. Yeah, yeah. No, or, or 55 came in, drive 55. That's where the 55-mile speed, uh, speed limit came in. 
and uh, they would get famous people to tell you that uh, don't drive uh, 55 mm -hmm. and, and save, save gas. I never knew that. Oh, yeah, that that's where it emanated from, from the uh, oil embargo. Uh, chicken in every pot seems like it's incorrectly attributed to Herbert Hoover's campaign in the oh, 1920s. Tim got one. It, apparently, it goes all the way back to the 16th century with Henry the Sixth. Uh, Prosperity. He said something about his peasants wanting people, to have chicken in every people, pot. I'll so, tell you what, though, yeah. if you're thinking like, look, whether whether you like the person in office or not, people like prosperity. I'll give you a secret in life. If you if people like prosperity, they like optimism. If you find yourself alone by yourself, dour, consuming a ton of Alex Jones, I, I, I will tell you that there's a really good chance that you don't have a large circle around you of people that enjoy interacting with you. That was a blanket statement that I'll probably get crucified for. But there's a but there is a solution. It's called prosperity. <laughs> it's called optimism. It's called how do we think our way out of this? We are inventive people. We don't just settle. Can't stress this enough. Look, Danny, I've been sitting on this for a while. I'm going to switch topics. You're cool with that? Please. Here we go. I've been sitting on this for a while. Some, some, by the way, the guy who wrote this book, is uh, his last name is Wigglesworth. I'm not making this up. It's, a, it's the history of the index fund, which I found really interesting. I've been sitting Charles on Charles Dow or which one? No. Um, uh, all, okay, I'm going to go with all of them. But it's uh, how index funds came to be, like how, how they were brought to market uh, through services like Vanguard. Vanguard wasn't the first. But uh, let me see if I can find the name here. Oh, uh, Robin Wigglesworth is the brother of J.J. Snuffington III. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but Robin Wiggle, Wigglesworth is a real human being. Uh, anyway, uh, his book is Trillions. Um, uh, Trillions is a majestical, delightful, delight, the reviewer says, delightfully written story about uh, the history of the index fund. But it, it gets really uh, verbose here in the review, and that's what yeah, struck me. Yeah, please don't read it. We can, we can summarize it. <laughs> Charles Dow, Charles Dow from Dow & Company did the Dow first, and then Standard Poor's came up with the S&P, but go ahead. This is how Danny, <laughs> this, is, this is why Dan, nobody talks to Danny at any party or soiree. Because, oh, I got lots of people. <laughs> that's right. Nuclear fission? <laughs> I'll tell you how that's done. <laughs> See, you got your atoms here. I just didn't want you to read the whole article. I'm yeah, not yeah, reading yeah. the whole article, okay. but they because they get into um, – I'll read this part because it gets into Sharpe's ratio. Okay. okay. So the names of the other figures uh, better known uh, are Nobel laureates, Markowitz, groundbreaking 1952 thesis at the University of Chicago. Markowitz, efficient frontier. <sighs> I'm just telling you. It's impressive. He's, he's going to do it throughout the article. I'll just throw out another one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let's see here. Milton Friedman initially argued that it wasn't economics. Uh, so William Sharp tells us uh, switched from medicine to economics because he came uh, queasy at the sight of blood. What does a Sharpe's ratio do for you, Danny? Can you make it simple, please? Uh, well, yeah. So it's excess return divided by excess risk. And so it kind of standardizes a unit of risk versus right. unit, uh, unit of return per unit of risk. So you can compare different uh uh, equity sectors, uh -huh. well, funds within the same sector, right. but large cap, small cap, or even bonds, and you can compare all. Sure, and then it's like, thanks to Sharpe's ratio, beta or relative volatility measuring stocks variations against the benchmark was born as a risk metric. Um, and it goes on to talk about Eugene Fama and a couple other things. It's a super interesting article. Not helpful one bit. No, no. And, and But here is what's helpful. And now this might sound like I'm about to be uh, self-aggrandizing, and I'm not trying to be. Um, but I think there's a simpler way. So I get, I, I get the occasional email uh, about screening in stocks. And I think that the hardest, you know, 
uh, I th we've talked about this choice paralyzes like there's 5,200 stocks available to you not counting OTC which then you're like in the thousands tens of thousands and and so it's just too many and like everybody's got their own screening criteria right like uh, but the, the basics of what makes the stock go up I don't think is argued within the shop here it's those seven common traits that we talked earlier about and so um, years ago years ago I was on the road uh, talking with someone and, and I, I explained to them the easiest thing I was doing for my folks was just buying ETFs. And so there's a beautiful thing. If you can identify when the market goes into an uptrending phase, and you can do it a number of ways. There's the way that uh, William O'Neill talks about uh, that's advocated by Investors Business Daily. You could just simply use uh, two closes above the 21 exponential moving average. Like there, there's a number of ways that you can identify for yourself to, to create a a way to identify new emerging uptrends in in the market. Right? We're using in the indices broad Yeah, market, using right? the S and P and the Nasdaq. You don't have to use the Dow. You don't have to use small caps, okay? Because it gets confusing, right? Like not only are there individual stocks, there's like Kathy Woods just talked about this morning, I think on TV, like a new ARC fund on steroids. Which I think is just UVXY. She's getting cream this year already. <laughs> Cream. Hey, hey, you know what they say, Danny? When you're on fire, more gas, please. And so um, maybe she comes out of it. I, I don't know what her funds are doing year to date right now, but she's got a number of them. And and so super like this thing is supposed to be hyper aggressive. And so it's like it's so much right. Like and then there's that um, that thought that Don really talks well about uh, the the um, allure or the aura which is just uh, not true. I have diversification. I've got S&P healthcare, S&P retail, S&P, and you got all these different sectors, and really they're the same stocks just being rotated in and out, or, or ESG stocks, right? And you're like, well, what, what counts for ESG? And so are they doing good? Is Tesla ESG? I don't know, they're electric, but they, they've got some diesel, diesel things burning the uh, charges so they can run them in rural areas in America. I don't know, anyway. So I, I think the simplest way to do it is what, and I've been waiting for a show like this as we're getting into the new year, right? not new year, but we're coming close to the end of this year. And now we have some time, like the market's closed on Thursday. So here's what I'm going to tell you, stock nerds. You just heard the first part of the show. If you need an excuse to excuse yourself from a room of people you don't care for, as we get back together after COVID and you're like, you know what? Oh, sorry. As we get back with people and you're like, gosh, I, I remember why I didn't enjoy these Thanksgiving get-togethers. You know, but you need an excuse. You can pause the podcast now, save this for Thanksgiving, like after football or whatever, you don't like football, then come back to it. Now you've got to go study the markets. We're going to give you some market. We'll give you some red meat. Come back to it on Friday. Don't want to go shopping with the fam? Hey, i got to study markets. Tim's about to talk markets with the fellas. I'm going to do the second. So you paused it, right, on Wednesday night during preparation for the meal. Got to get ready for Friday because it's a half session. And now you're going to come back to it, and you're going to learn the rest of the weekend in your eternal market bliss. Right? Okay, yeah. 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 So so you come back. We, we started the second half. And now I'm going to show you what it's something I created years ago at, when I was at Investors Business Daily. And it's just this ETF strategy. Okay, and you you don't need IBD for this, but the premise is you can see it on on here. The premise is all the same, and this this only I don't know why they only do up to um, October thirtieth, twenty twenty, and the present present the premise was really simple. 
when the market goes into an uptrending phase, you buy, you know, 50% QQQ, 50% SPY. We have a cough button. I don't know why I didn't use it. I'm sorry. sorry. You do have a cough button. I forgot about that. So you go in when you're too close above the 21. Yeah. Yeah. Or or you identify the market is an uptrend. Mm -hmm. Whether you're using IBD or your your own system, it doesn't matter. And then when the market, you know, goes under pressure, you sell. You can sell half. And then uh, if it goes into correction, you sell it all. It depends on your risk tolerance. Like, it's really flexible. But it produces amazing results, right? And this is only, I don't know why they stopped this return at October 30th of 2020. It's a much higher return now that you're towards the end of 2021. For the uh, for um, the Nasdaq, the S and P, and this ETF strategy here, and you can see the ETF strategy from when they started running the uh, the back testing, when I, in you know to to this point is three hundred thirty four percent. Oh, back testing's fictional, not real. But this is based on their market identifications, and and right. I, I back testing is is I, I just don't trust that. Well, you, you, I Danny's saying that. Let me let me put some clarification to the back testing. Most people who back test will uh, use confirmation bias without knowing it. And would you do it? And would you actually do the decision? Would you have, you follow the rules? Right. You have, and, and, and the rules are quite simple okay. here. And they don't even involve any stocks. And you don't have to worry about beta and sharps ratio or uh, a random walk, which is what the, the article gets into, you know, the, and, and Eugene Fama, uh, his theories on the markets. Like, this is just straightforward. And anybody can do it. It really democratizes investing. And so a lot of people don't realize <coughs> that I should use the cough button. <laughs> and uh, It's a foot pedal, to it's be a fair. Foot it's, it's far away. It's not on the desk. And, yeah. If I was coordinated. And so what a lot of people don't realize is when you are index investing like this, you are actually actively invested. The, the way I've outlaid it, you're a very active investor. Because the markets, the markets will correct on average about six to eight times a year on, in a normal year when J-Pal isn't injecting money. Well, pull back. Not, pull back. Not correction, yeah. Pull back. And so you'll, you'll, you're, you can be, that, that, that might not seem active to some people, but what's happening on the inside of the indices every year is extremely active. Because companies get bought and sold. Companies don't qualify to be on those certain indices. And so they just rotate them all through. And when you take that factor combined with you darting in and out of the markets, you, you're not over trading. You're actually, you're, 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 you're ebbing with the flow of the markets. And it's a super powerful way to, to engage in this. And I've taught, I, I've done, I've done classes on this. I got to dig them up. They're in our, look, it's somewhere in here and I should have, I wish I would have found it. Um, uh, I've taught classes on this whole thing, and they're in the Daily Market Insight. I'll go back and find it and, and, and where you can get this. But if you struggled, and now this is where I'm starting to introduce material towards the end of the year to get you ready for 2022. If you found yourself at home, uh, you got busy with life. Uh, you don't enjoy the markets anymore because of, like, uh, Alex or Hunter, give me a stock that uh, just went up. And like it's it looked great, and then the next day it just looked awful, like a pop and drop. Do you have a, like like net? Net. There you go. Thank you, man. Like yeah, like if you wake up and you're like, I didn't, I don't enjoy. Net. Oh, there you go. Yeah, this isn't earnings. I don't know what was this, Alex. Oh, it was the it was the shape. Monday board. we had growth stocks got they got clobbered. Yeah, 
So just no, no random reason. Nothing changed in their business. Like if you're find yourself going, you ask a lot of why questions. Like why would Net do that? Why would this stock just rant? Like it looks great. It's a stable company. Nothing's changed, except the people that own it sell it. You see, and that's the thing. The people that have the most money in the market, the institutional money managers, they really control the market. And that's that whole uprising at the beginning of January, right? Like, you don't control the market. We do. We're Reddit. And, and no, it turns out they really do control. And, and when they feel Hopefully like they picked a few stocks for short <laughs> squeezes. By the way, when the people who control the market feel like they're losing power, you know what they do? They tighten the grip. They shut it down. <laughs> and you can't trade on Robin Hood. And so that's what you, you want the reality. When the people who are losing power feel like they're lo- in power, feel like they're losing control, they just stop playing the game. Squeeze tight. Right. It's they, better to take the penalty from the FDIC than No, actually. they're not even going to get one. Right. <laughs> There's no amount right. of regulation they that pick up makes their toys this and better. Leave. Yeah, right. Nothing. Like, they find Wells Fargo to the cows come home. Do you think Wells Fargo was a better better bank, better company, better people? No. No, of course not. Same people. Like, when you walk into Wells Fargo and they I've been here for 30 years. That's the problem. The corrupt way we got to like Congress. Yeah. <laughs> the, the corrupt way we that's, were doing it. That's the problem. Ingrained in us. Anyway. I digress. I, so. I would only t- I would only take umbrage with one thing you said because yeah. that sim- system is very easy, mm-hmm. but anybody cannot do it. Heart, most people can't do it's it. It's because yeah, because number one, most people don't care and they don't love the markets like we do, right. and they don't want to sit there and watch it all the time. Right. Number one, number two, they got jobs, and they just don't. But also, then you've also got to. Follow the discipline and not make. Well, that's the thing. So they there was an article that came out recently. I I didn't. I will self admit that I didn't read the article. I read the headline, Mm -hmm. and like, why is Tom Brady so successful still? Like, what is the? Why is he still in such great shape? Why is his body able to move the way it moves? Easy as diet. It's discipline. Like, like the the the, they 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 cut to the joke. You know, the the punchline right away. It's discipline. I think it's design. That, that's they that's part the, of the discipline. The, the, yeah, like yeah. not. But I'm saying that's the number one biggest variable. Doesn't eat processed food. Right. Doesn't eat sugar. Yeah, like I mean, doesn't even like sh- like tomatoes, which are shade vegetable. Like doesn't eat any of that. Like and and whether you great believe, offensive wine goes a long way too. No, oh, that's true. Bada bing, Alex. Hey. <laughs> that's very true. And so um, yeah, like it's discipline. It's having the discipline to do it. No, no system works. Nothing works. Without the consistency and, and, and the ability to follow through with it. But uh, I think that that is a great stopping point. So listen, you could, this weekend, you can go back, stock nerds and market lovers, and it's a real simple t- uh, uh, test you can do. You can put the SPX up, and you can just find yourself like on a, on a like I'll use the white bar chart here. You can just say, okay, there's the pink lines of 21, where you get two closes above it, and then just take your uh, stick drawing figure here, and then you just say, okay, like two closes, and then where does it? What is the distance between the two closes before we get a close below the twenty-one? Where that where that movement would end? And so uh, let me see if I can do it here. This is a shanty way to do it. Somewhere down here, that's five percent, like four point eight six percent. Like that's five percent. But if you're doing QQQ, SPY, or you're doing SSO and QLD, which are doubles, right? You, and you don't have to go all in, all out. You could do maybe a quarter of your portfolio, half your portfolio. There's a number of ways to vary it to adjust to your risk. But the bottom line is there, there's something you absolutely can do that doesn't have to be. I mean, this was this could have been the best article ever, but it wasn't. Because the, the, the history of the index fund is interesting to me, right? Uh, 
but they don't. They, he didn't get into how they're manipulated. The average company lasts about uh, 15 years on the S&P 500, you know, and and like and what happens? And then Don brought up a great point earlier. Uh, this it's only Wednesday, right? It had to be on Monday. Or Don, am I allowed to tell? Uh, uh, let me just change it all up, but with the same premise. Somebody in Don, Don, Don's world, right, which is next to Walt Disney. Uh, you go to Don, Universal, Walt Disney, Don's world. It's in Jacksonville. It's where Urban Meyer's grinding it out. And so... Um, oh, hey now. Uh, hey now. That was nice. <laughs> so, uh, you're... <laughs> Uh, I like keep it. going, keep right, going. Right, on. Yep. Right, sorry. Got, got, one hour show. Got one caught, hour on, show. Got caught up on the Urban Meyer him. joke. Okay, so um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. So uh, this this person owned um, XYZ stock, right? With the instructions, don't ever sell it. Okay, mm-hmm. and my my very first thought was that's what somebody once said about Sears. That's what somebody oh, once, yeah. once said about Hewlett Packard. That's what somebody once said about AT and T, and it's the it, that kind of eventually that works for a time. There's going to be a day like somebody today right now is saying, "Don't ever sell Amazon, don't ever sell Google, don't ever sell Facebook." But the but the truth of the matter is, their their day will come where it's done. And you're like, How? and both of the and, and Bezos has even said that he said yeah. Amazon probably won't be here in another ten of, in its oh. current iteration. Yeah, Facebook just went to Meta, Me- Meta, just Meta. To, Meta, just to be relevant. Yeah, you know. And so, you can't imagine it because it's the world you're living in right now. But there's going to be a day where you don't, you don't have to hold Amazon because it's not going to be, it's going to become Sears. I'm not, maybe it won't be uh, bought by a hedge fund manager and then run into the ground, but it, something will happen where it becomes the next Sears. And so when you, when you do the indexing the way I described, you, you don't get left holding the index bag in case the 2008 hits or uh, you get caught up in a 35% decline in, 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 you know, in March 2020. But you, there's a churn inside. Like they kicked, once Sears wasn't Sears, they kicked it to the curb. Mm-hmm. Not soon enough. But they kicked it to the curb, and it was out of the S&P 500. And so something to think about as you uh, formulate your battle plan for 2022. So with that, let's go to Hunter. Let's go to Alex. Let's get Don. And then uh, Danny's probably got something to say. The Spice King on the Mayflower. Remember, the King of Spice. Tiger King, Spice King, uh, Santa Maria. I know, look, I know it's nerdy. Plymouth point, Rock. I got to do a Dune one with like the Spice Melange, and I'll make them look like Paul Atreides. It'll be amazing. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> All right, go ahead, go ahead, Hunter. <laughs> All right, so our I, audience I, will get it. <laughs> what, what did he say? And hey, that movie's just, huge now. Come on, what did he say? Five percent of our audience film. will get it. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Hunter. Right, We're gonna well, mute Tim. I. I've got some uh, some stuff in some different sectors today. So a little bit of oil, steel, financials, and some uh, agricultural uh, stocks as well. So Tim, we're going to start with the oil names. I've been talking about MTDR for a couple of weeks now, uh, as well as FANG, F-A-N-G. Those are two of the better looking names on a fundamental and technical basis right there, in yeah. the XOP ETF. That is the uh, oil and gas exploration ETF. So these two have recently gotten back above the 21 mm-hmm. after a little shakeout to the 50. 
uh, really the first test of the 50 for both of these since a pretty incredible move going back to uh, the start of September, more or less, on both of them. So both of these names have acted well the last two days. We're getting confirmation in that regard on oil stocks today. This is their third day up. Uh, so, Tim, if you'll pull up XOP, that mm -hmm. is the ETF that encompasses these two names. Yep, yep. Uh, and you see that is also poking its head back above the mean today. So confirmation from the ETFs, uh, the stocks acting stronger than the ETFs. That's always something to pay attention to. And then one last one in this group, DVN, uh, Devon Energy. This is uh, a leader today up about 5% uh, with some volume. I actually bought this in my tracking portfolio uh, yesterday. But what's interesting here on DVN is, once again, very similar fundamentals to FANG and Matador. So very good revenue growth over the last couple of quarters, EPS growth, et cetera. But DVN has gone from about 880 uh, funds, owning it to about 1,600 over the last four quarters. So some pretty massive fund ownership growth on a big scale level too. It's not like it went from 200 to 300, uh, from around 880 to 1600 over the last four quarters. So DVN was some big fund growth. Uh, steel names, NUE, uh, would be the top one. We do own that in Grotection. This one had a really nice, oh, no. nice day, okay. 20. And you got it there in UE. There yes. we go. Yeah, we're good. Uh, so this this whole steel area has been strong. You can really you can pull up NUE, which I think is probably the best. STLD also looks good. Even some of the lesser known names like AA Alcoa, uh, CLF Cleveland Cliff. Some of those have started to shape up, get back above their moving averages as well. So the steel area. Uh, holding up and acting like it should. Now it, we're, we're watching NUE here. It's not very far from the eight day after a big move up with volume. Be interested to see how it acts there. Uh, so steel acting well, oil and gas acting well. And we've also seen a little bit of divergence between big finance and regional banks. So Tim, will you pull up JPM for me? Which, uh, who's the CEO? JP Morgan. Yeah, who's the CEO? Uh, Jamie. Diamond. Jamie yeah, Jamie Diamond. Diamond kind of stepped in it with a small little off the cuff China joke yesterday yeah yeah Oops. i saw that uh so the the interesting thing here is it looks like some of these bigger banks like jp morgan goldman uh they got sold off pretty hard for about like eight days in a row you can see let me count these Sorry. one two three four five six looks like almost 10 days down in a row for jpm before it ultimately bounced here over the last three days but we see the same pattern on jpm morgan stanley bank of america goldman sachs what have you where they either pulled back to the, the 50 and the 21 or right around there, and then have bounced over the last three days and got back above it. So some positive action for some of the bigger finance names. But Tim, if you'll pull up SIVB, uh, we, we really didn't see the same type of selling uh, in this regional bank. Uh, so SIVB has actually held up at the 21. Another regional bank leader, WAL, looks a lot more similar to what we saw there with uh, JP Morgan. Pulled back to the 50, has now gotten back above the 21 and the 8. So uh, those names starting to shape up and look good. We've added some exposure in that area uh, over the last week or so in protection as well. And then lastly, an area that had some brutal shakeouts not very long ago uh, is chemical agriculture. Tim, will you pull up NTR, please? Nutrien. This is this one had a uh, earnings not very long ago, probably two three weeks ago, and since that has been done, it's been forming a nice little 
base, if you call it there, right on the 50 and the 21, just over the last three days has poked its head back above the 21, slightly down today. Uh, but you also have CF, uh, which looks good. And then uh, SQM was a recent gap up that actually didn't hold up that well, but SQM is still above the eight day. So you've got three names in this chemical agriculture space that have pretty good looking charts, especially when you compare it to uh, what we've seen on a lot of the growth stock charts over the last week or so. So this chem ag space is still holding up. The one laggard, Tim, is MOS, uh, which may be the, the most well-known name here. It doesn't look anything like the three charts I've just showed. Wow, interesting. Uh, totally so different. super, yeah, super. And that one has been a leader more often than not in this group, uh, but not right now. So that's all I got. I know that was kind of a lot uh, in some different sectors, but I wanted to bring those names to everybody's attention in some sectors that are working and showing strength while growth has been pulling back. All right. I, I really enjoyed that. Go ahead, uh, Alex. What you got, buddy? Yeah. So uh, um, I found a couple names that were pulling back to their 50-day moving average and showing nice positive reversals. Uh, after that sharp sell-off this last few days, uh, if you could pull up ZI. So this that red line is the 50-day on Tim's chart. Uh, when I see a stock like a leading or trending name that – comes down to the 50 and then cuts underneath it by like one or two percent and then reverses higher on the day that's kind of a bullish signal i do not own this but i'm, I'm watching that one that another name that's doing the same thing is hubs h-u-b-s same story same i chart. think that these shakeouts um sometimes aren't necessary to get the weak holders out and the trend though if you draw a trend line a support trend line on that 50 day it really hasn't violated anything. And um, this is another one I'm thinking about buying. I haven't done it yet. Um, the one that I did buy, not off the 50-day, based on a, a century-level mark, was uh, the trade desk, TTD. This uh, pulled back to a previous pivot around that 98 level yesterday and then reversed up above the century mark, the Livermore area of $100. Uh, if that that may be a, a new sign of a, a support for the stock, this is a leading name, and that gap up you see on the left with that volume is a really good sign. There's a lot of those. Um, it just comes down to what stock can hold up when the market pulls back. And on Monday, when the growth stocks were coming down, this was one of the few names that didn't get walloped by like a down 10% day. It was only down a couple of percent, which tells me that uh, the the holders in there. They're not going anywhere for at, at the time right now. Um, I want to go over a firm because that's a name that I've been on for a while. And I we did sell and I sold myself. I got stopped out. If you can pull up a firm real quick. And if you can pull up the weekly, actually, the furthest chart you can give me. Are you want monthly or weekly? I, I think weekly would be great. Yeah. So I did a, a longer term study on this and I found a chart back from 1997. It was actually Yahoo 1997 had a 40-week big cup, and it also had a handle. And what I'm thinking is happening, I'm, I'm trying to use that as a precedent for the stock, that this is the handle that maybe that it needed, and maybe it will resume higher in the in the next year, depending on the market and the rally, if we stay intact. But now I'm starting to get even more bullish on this technically on the long term, because if you just have the cup without the handle, sometimes it's it's... The, the odds of it going higher are not as high as if it has a handle. And that's why 
it's called the cup and handle, not just the cup. And you're saying so, that cup is that whole bowl on the on the entire that whole almost, bowl. And, yes, and okay. see, in Yahoo's back in 1997 was 40 weeks long. Excuse me, 64 weeks long. This one's 40 weeks, so it's very similar. Um, but Yahoo ended up going up 35x. Now I'm not saying that this is going to go up 35x, but maybe it does go up. Uh, who knows? I can't predict that. I'm not in that business of pr making predictions. But I like to use precedence because history repeats itself, especially when there's fundamentals and a story behind a stock and a raging pool market. Um, that's what I found. I went through a lot of charts from that that era of 97, 98, 99. And Yahoo, if you if you can find a way to look at that chart, which I found on, um, I think it was Finviz, uh, you can pull up all historical charts. Uh, mm -hmm. That's what I found. MarketSmith also has it. You can put the year in and then the stock and it's pretty neat. Um, so if our viewers have that access, if they don't email us, I can send you a screenshot of what Yahoo looked like back in 1997. Alex, can I add a few um, comments yeah. there on a firm? Yeah. Uh, just, I, I, I can't, I don't think you can see it as clearly on uh, TOS here, but if you, if you're looking in MarketSmith uh, or just looking at the <laughs> 120 level in general, pretty much right there where a firm bounces, if you look horizontally across the chart back to when it IPO, that 120 level uh, is going to be pretty important moving forward. So those lows put in uh, just two or three days ago, I think 118.98 is what's showing up there. Uh, that's going to become an important level. And then I texted Don and Alex this morning. I, what I'm looking for is for a firm to get back over 140, show some closes above the 50 and the 21 and get those moving back in the right direction. Right now it hasn't done that. But it is worth noting that it's showing relative strength today uh, and is coming up off of that 120 level. So the 120 level is an is area of importance support? now on this name. Yeah. yeah you're saying yeah. Okay. And so that the, the thing here is that 120 level is acting as support. Uh, but a lot, a lot, a lot of people have gotten shaken out because that was not necessarily. I mean, you were looking at the previous pivot of 147 as being support. The 150 yeah. area of being support, the 50 day, the 21, all of those common areas where investors or traders would have assumed we would get some support really got blown through, as did a lot of other growth stocks in regards to their moving averages. Uh, but now we see that that 120 level may have some importance. So that, that was really my point is to watch that 120 level and then watch and see if a firm can get some closes back above 140 and above those moving averages. All right. Alex, do you have anything else, buddy? Uh, yeah, one last thing I wanted to just review. If you could pull up Square mm -hmm. and then CrowdStrike, uh, just because a stock last year ran and was a leader doesn't mean it can be a leader again. This is a broken chart, not a broken company. There's a difference. But the chart, obviously, it needs a lot more time. Um, don't marry your stocks. It's one thing to like follow and have a stock on your watch list and do homework on it. It's another just to be completely distracted because you're being stubborn. And I mean, we're all at fault of doing that. I've done that before. But um, stay away from stocks like this, especially ones that are under their 200-day moving average. Uh, that's that's a no-no. This would take a lot of time to to you know break back above and show some RS. So I think that it's important to to follow leaders like TD TDD, like we mentioned. Uh, I think you you brought up Unity Software before. I mean, I got shaken out. I bought it to extend it. I make mistakes, and um, it's bouncing off that 21. That would probably be a better risk area to get in. Um, so maybe I buy it back. I, I'm trying to just 
it's the day before a holiday. Um, kind of want to wait yeah. and be yeah. a little bit more patient yeah. on my buys. So, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. All right, Don, the uh, the captain of the twenty one over twenty one, the dirty thirty uh, captain levels. Don. Yeah, uh, Don World, uh, stirring the ship of the twenty one over twenty one. What? So uh, I'll have tonight's video Wednesday night. We're taping the show Wednesday. Uh, Thursday holiday, so uh, Friday video. Yeah, Friday, yeah. yeah, Don, you're gonna do the 21 over 21 on uh, Friday afternoon in the shortened session. Absolutely. There you go. All right. So I'll tell you what, Don. Anything you want to cover right now? Yeah. So if I'm here in the ship of the 21 over 21, it put a little bit of on Monday morning, and that's the type of feedback that we're always looking for in the market. One of the um, one of the improvement process improvements that we put in after the stealth bear market in February and March was uh, if you've watched our videos, we're constantly monitoring something we call the G5. That stands for the growth five uh, ETFs that are pretty much the pulse of what's going on in growth stocks. So we, we monitor them constantly throughout the day. We noticed Monday morning, we came in, we had a lot of exposure. Uh, and the markets gapped up. They were looking pretty good, but the G5 was lagging. So immediately we're on notice that mm, if these are leading stocks in the market, they should be higher with the indexes higher, and they just weren't. So we're texting back and forth, and um, before you know it, the market reversed, and these reversed extremely uh, harshly. Hunter's shown a couple of, uh, in his videos last night, some of the stocks that just got absolutely taken apart. Stocks that are uh, recent leaders like Upstart, Team, Crowd, Snow, Dash, Sun, VOCN. Uh, stocks shouldn't be down 15, 20% in one day if they're leadership type stocks. And we noticed a lot of the components of these G5 indexes that we track were doing that. And we also noticed some weakness in uh, some of the things that we were holding. So we immediately tightened our stops that stopped out on a few things to the downside, and um, it's acted extremely well. Now we had a follow-through to the downside on Tuesday. We cut a couple of more things, but the overall indexes still, for the most part, were holding up pretty well. The, the NASDAQ 100 bounced off the 21-day moving average. The S&P didn't even get to the 21-day moving average. Small caps broke the 21, and we were reflecting this in the nightly videos that we do by uh, how bullish we are across our leadership and the three time frames that we track. And we had a down, we immediately downgraded on Monday the leaders because, again, it's a change in character on leaders. Um, I mentioned how we cut exposure and uh, we, we really had not much of a draw, drawdown at all, about one and a half percent. So that part of the aspect worked and then the net of the process works. So then the next thing you look at. When the, when the markets are not acting well, is what is bucking that trend. So I mentioned that we had follow-through downside in the leadership indexes, the G5 on Tuesday. So now we want to say, okay, what stocks didn't break their Monday's low? These are showing extreme strength in the face of a sell-off in growth stocks. And Alex mentioned TTD. We own that now. And Etsy was another one uh, that they did not make a lower low on Tuesday. And the volume, there was just no selling volume there. Uh, if you want to bring up a chart of Etsy, please. See how uh, you see the big pullback on uh, Monday, the big yellow candle. Notice no further price progress down on Tuesday. 
notice the strength on Wednesday. This morning we bought Etsy. Now keep that exact same uh, chart that you have there and bring up IWO. This is the growth component of the Russell 2000. Look at that lower low on Tuesday. Uh, Etsy did not make that lower low. That's the second candle from the right there. Bring up FFTY. These are, these are the five components of the G5 that I'm talking about. Again, you'll see the follow through to the downside on um, Tuesday out of Monday's ugly candle. Bring up ARKK. Follow through to the downside on Tuesday uh, and bring up uh, QQQJ. Follow through to the downside on Tuesday. And finally, PDP. So you notice those are the five components of the G5 that we track. A lot of the stocks that uh, we own and a lot of growth leaders that we don't own just got absolutely bludgeoned Monday with follow-through downside of the Tuesday. No follow-through downside on Tuesday for the two that we purchased. And um, the markets are holding Tuesdays low now and bouncing at the 21-day moving average, meaning the S&P and the um, NASDAQ 100. So the markets are holding up pretty well. This was all hidden under the indexes as the Dow barely budged, the S&P barely budged. Uh, but under the surface, and this is what we look at, what, what are the leaders doing? So uh, we raised a substantial amount of cash on Tuesday and Wednesday, put some of it back to work and some things that are working. Uh, we also added to energy and steels and financials, which are working. Uh, on Tuesday, and then added these two growth leaders to our uh, portfolio as they're showing uh, relative strength in the face of um, in the face of a sell-off in a lot of the overall growth stocks. So that's the type of thing that we do on a daily basis here. Always looking for those basketballs underwater that are resisting uh, the pre market pressure. When the market pressure comes off, they it's like letting go of the basketball underwater and it shoots to the surface and goes higher. Etsy and TTD are two, uh, two examples of exactly what we're looking for. Of course, we've got our stops in place on both of them. Our stops are limited to 0.2% of each new position that we take. So we could buy five new stocks. They could all go down and hit our stocks and the portfolio would only be hit by 1% overall. That's, that's a paper cut. Um, we can take several paper cuts, but then uh, when the market heals, these things burst higher and uh, carry our accounts with it. And uh, I'll talk about some of the things on the Friday video that got cut out of the 21 over 21. We nipped the iceberg, but we were able to patch the boat. Let's say it. Let's put it that way. If you want to go with a few cliches. And um, markets overall holding up pretty well. It was just uh, growth stocks that got hit. We didn't want to see a repeat of the uh, growth stocks were down 20%. And um, people say we haven't had a big correction in a long time. That's just not true if you look at different components of the market. We were down 20% in uh, three weeks, three to four weeks uh, in February and March. And um, Monday was a shot across the bow. Tuesday was a little bit of the follow through. But for now, they stopped going down and the best are bouncing. And that's what we're always on the lookout for here at Revere.
And the market, the growth stock markets were down twenty. We weren't down twenty, but the growth stocks were. Down. Yeah, growth stock markets were down. Kathy Woods Art uh, Fund is down over thirty, I think. No, I day. just did it. It's minus twenty. Yeah. Minus twenty now. Minus okay. 20. All right, uh, Don. Was that it? I'm. S- That's it. Okay. Awesome. And look, if you want to find Don's video, real quick, uh, go Daily Market Insight, Revere Asset, of course. Uh, Daily Market Insight, and then it'll be uh, like here was uh, Hunter's video from last night. Um, Don's video from Monday and then you'll see I'll have a video here and then Don will have a video so super duper easy to find Danny now normal outro okay mm-hmm. now do the short one mm-hmm. okay not the long one normal outro and then I've got one last thing for you and then you throw it back to- alright hey Don real quick though I wanted to uh, let you know do you know what the rodeo clown is really called oh, the correct name the Stewart. <laughs> bullfighter <laughs> A rodeo clown is actually a bullfighter. A really? bullfighter? Yep, that's did what I, they call it. Yeah. I know that. Hmm, yeah, you don't want to call a rodeo clown a rodeo clown to his face. He well, might take the smirk off. There's some tough dudes. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Let me go touch this 2,000-pound uh, yeah. animal with horns on the nose yeah. to help this cowboy get away. I went to um, I went to like a legit like NFR-type rodeo event once, and I'm like, wow. Oh, no, they're unbelievable. Yeah, they're so so we're my wife, the small town my wife's from, two twin brothers – were at different years were the world champion bullfighter really a couple years yeah uh, he came and said we were watching the high school football game and i was next to miss bill that's ak's mom billy they call her miss billy so i was sitting next to her and this guy came up it's ronnie and donnie i can't remember their last names but ronnie came up and sat down and she introduced me and we were just Mm -hmm. talking and stuff and all these like kids like these like elementary school kids are walking up looking at him and staring and and i couldn't figure out what was going on and finally he said well see you later and walked off and i said he's a really nice guy i said but all these kids came kept coming up what's yeah. the deal? she goes well he was a world champion you know yeah. bullfighter, bullfighter two years in a row right. so, i'm sorry I, the I thought, that's is, that's where i learned you call them a bullfighter right. not a rodeo clown because yeah. i i did that also the venus and serena bullfighting huh that's, yeah wow yeah ronnie get, and donnie get, rodeo clowning smith to yeah. make a yeah. <laughs> anyway folks it's like an alternate world <laughs> anyway folks like tim said have great expectations and don't settle listen please tell a friend tell a neighbor send them to revereasset.com and they can sign up for our daily market insight newsletter and they can also get this podcast delivered as soon as we produce it we don't spam them or reach out to them in any way it's up to them to reach out to us if they want a complimentary portfolio review or they just want to Um, um, ask questions or have a topic they want to talk about, you can always email us at dan at revereasset.com, Don, Tim, Alex, or Hunter at revereasset.com. And you can always call us old school at 855-REAL-WEALTH. Okay, so uh, it's it's been really painful, uh, this this whole project. But let's see here. So it's coming together. Yeah, look at your screen. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Oh, there you go. Oh. There you go, baby. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, oh. Yes. oh. Well, the screen on my phone fair. was delayed a little. <laughs> yeah, oh. it, there's a bit of a delay. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Oh, fair enough. So uh, we, you, you've seen all this. Um, yeah. It's, uh, I'm trying to get it hammered out now for mobile. Wow. But, uh, yeah, like we've got one, one legit picture here. But uh, you can click tomorrow's inside. Like they, so they're porting over, Danny. And it's so stock, a, lot of stock, a lot of data. Right. Stockners don't realize. And we're going to get some. It won't, it'll say watch the video here. But um, a lot of people don't realize that we like all the videos that are here. Like there's 
2014. Years, years, years a lot. Years, years. It's, yeah. uh, so we do six videos a week, mm-hmm. or it, it was five videos plus a podcast. And then Alex sometimes does a bonus. Yeah, but for seven years, like we, we've been producing consistent mm-hmm. content. Mm-hmm. They're, por- they're in the process of porting all that over. And a lot of that is video. It's, it, it's, it's taken a while. And so, um, but it's coming together. And hopefully all this is starting to be filled out and rounded out. But you'll be able to, um, like, uh, you'll click, you know, just, just like normal. Be a lot of smoother. Yeah. It, and then those, there's a bottom button to subscribe if you want to subscribe to the videos. A lot, uh, lot trendier design. Yeah. yeah. Like lots of more rounded yeah, edges. And like not there, so there's some, like there, yeah, yeah. There's some processing that needs to take place here as they, yeah. as they keep filling it Color back scheme. up. Yeah. And then this will go from Vimeo to YouTube. But a little progress update here. We're getting... We're getting closer. Like, let's see if it even plays. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, there's still it, – it's it's a Herculean task, apparently, to port all this over. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're – Well, it's because it's the volume of, of data. Yeah. And so they're in there. Uh, and then at the bottom, like, you'll see a uh, strategy blog. Uh, we'll change a little bit of this contact. Uh, subscribe. You can do links to just get all the content easily delivered to you. Sign up for the daily – we're going to change this from daily newsletter to tomorrow's insights, but – We're getting there. I like those. All right, folks. Listen, have a happy Thanksgiving. And if you're traveling this weekend to go see your loved ones, be safe. And we'll talk to you next week on Your Money.